Hey there, space fans, and welcome to the Supercluster Podcast. I'm Alex Lynn, and on this episode, we're starting a new interview show called Real Astronaut, Play Astronaut. We pair up real-life astronauts with famous actors who have played spacefarers in movies and television to explore the realities and fictions of space travel. To kick things off, actress and bona fide Star Wars hero Felicity Jones will be joined by retired NASA shuttle astronaut Nicole Stott, who is now an artist herself. Enjoy the show. I'm Nicole Stott, and I'm an artist and a retired NASA astronaut who's had the opportunity to fly in space twice on the space shuttle and the International Space Station, spending a little over three months in space. Hi, I'm Felicity Jones, and I am portraying Sully, an astronaut in George Clooney's new film on Netflix, The Midnight Sky. I am also a huge space fan and intrigued to be talking to Nicole today. Well, Felicity, it's great to be here. And as you can imagine, I'm also a space fan. (laughs) And I am equally, I would say, if not more excited to be speaking with you here today. Well, thank you. And thank you to everyone for tuning in. Uh, This is quite fun pretending to be a presenter. I'm I'm enjoying this. Um, It is a wonderful pleasure to be here, Nicole. um, Yeah, just phenomenally exciting to be here to to chat and and find out more about your experiences as an astronaut. Um, I think initially uh, I, I was was very curious to find out what led you to space, what it was, and and was it something that you always wanted to do to go up into space? Well, I think it took me quite a while to discover that astronaut could be even a possibility. Um, I grew up loving flying. My dad liked to build and fly small airplanes. And so I got that passion in my blood, I think. And after studying how airplanes fly at school, I was like, you know, why would you not want to know how rocket ships fly? And then this path of NASA engineer to seeing astronauts, you know, as I was helping get space shuttles ready to fly to seeing astronauts come through and realizing that, wow, you know, 80% of what they were doing was a lot like I was doing as an engineer. And that might not be true that only other special people get to do this. Uh, and uh, were there certain films or um, sort of, was there anything in particular that sort of gave you a feeling that it, it was possible? Well, I think, you know, having the opportunity to work right there with the real spaceflight hardware to be in the midst of that, but certainly, mm-hmm. you know, as a child growing up, um, you know, Star Trek was really getting going when I was a kid. And my dad, you know, that was on the TV every day on the UHF channel after I got home from school. And, you know, that was, it was a really cool vision of what uh, a positive future could be like too. And I think, um, you know, that's what I think about when I think about it as astronauts is, you know, our job is to help make life better here on earth. And that was certainly an inspiration. And 2001, you know, where the the they're walking slowly. <laughs> there was something about that as well. Uh, and did you um were there 
were there moments when I'm going slightly off tangent here, but um, were there ever moments when you had to be really um, f- the thing that I worried about, and when I was thinking about being in space, would be having some sort of panic attack or you know suddenly feeling agoraphobic of of being up there is is there a lot of sort of mind control involved <laughs> or, or by that point have you done so much prep that it, it feels effortless and you're just looking forward to going up well i think you're absolutely looking forward to going up and i think we do you know we train so much actually for years before flying our first space flight and most of that training in one way or another is about all the things we think can go wrong. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so there's that, how are you yourself going to deal with it? How are you going to work it as a crew? And I think that's really important. Um, It it gives you the confidence to not be afraid all the time. Right. And to Mm -hmm. just understand that within what's humanly possible, you can, you know, you can manage those things. And, you know, they put those in us in those spacesuits all the time. I, you know, I loved watching you um, mm-hmm. wear one as well. And um, if you're going to be claustrophobic, you will know right away. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I definitely did struggle a little bit with the claustrophobia of the um, of the helmets, and and that was for you know five minute intervals as we got a take. So I cannot I cannot imagine what it's like, you know, for, for, for long for long periods of time. But but I guess you're right. You would get a pretty quick indication whether it was for you or not quite quite early on. Yeah, it becomes quite obvious. And I'll tell you though, you know, with what you did and having having some sense of claustrophobia in that suit, um, it's impressive that maybe that's the actor skill. I don't know that, you know, to be able to overcome something like that takes a real strength to do that. Well, that's what I mean. I was definitely doing some deep breathing. Mm -hmm. So I have full admiration for you. Yeah, I mean, for, for... Gosh, I, but you're right. It's a certain, but you, it's knowing yourself, isn't it? And, and knowing your personality. And I guess such a huge part of it, which it, it seems to be so much a part of your um, work as an artist is, and I would presume drove you up there is the wonder of being up there. And, and, and that is one of the most enviable things is, is having that perspective on earth is, you know, you're a handful of people in the world who, who will, who will ever have that. And that is, is that a huge driving force? Uh, you know, absolutely. And I think, uh, you know, it's like nothing prepares you for it either. As many videos or images you look at, uh, and you know, it's going to be amazing. It's just becomes this overwhelmingly impressive perspective and you know to to do all of this complex stuff that we we have to do to go to space to live and work in space for even mm-hmm. a short period of time you know i really felt like i came home with these you know three simple lessons of of the obvious quite honestly of the fact that we live on a planet all in space together already you know we're all earthlings only border that matters is that thin blue line of atmosphere and Mm. It is. It's a it's a reality check that I am, you know, so thankful for. And it, it it's it just overflows with awe and wonder. But I've discovered, you know, my thanks, first of all, for for the kinds of things you do that bring, I don't know, just like in a really visually stunning way, bring some of that to everyone. Mm-hmm. And and the fact that, you know, with our feet planted on the ground here, 
you know, we can we can make that connection to the planet and and understand this awe that surrounds us every day. Well, yeah, I think I think you're you're absolutely right. I think um, it's a dream for so many people to be able to have that perspective. You know, what would that be like to look down on Earth? And I guess cinema is our is our way of doing that while staying very comfy on our on our sofas. <laughs> Yeah, you can you can take us into places that we might not want to be as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That we'd rather avoid. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I wanna I wanna ask you some stuff if that's okay. Is yes. that all right? Okay. Yep. Well, you know, um I'll tell you I'm envious of the opportunity you had to play an astronaut to 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 um to perform that way, to be immersed in you know, in this environment of space and, and your spaceship, quite honestly, awesome. You know, (laughs) we need that, you know, with the spinning uh, ability to have some artificial gravity and, uh, you know, just that, that whole, um, view that I, that, that came through that, through that, 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 those spaceship windows so well. Um, I just have to ask you though, you know, because people always ask me what the most important or interesting thing, I guess, about being an astronaut is, and you know, there's a lot of answers. So I guess my question to you is what was the most interesting thing you learned about being an astronaut while you were doing your research for the role of Sully? Well, I, gosh, it was, um, I was fascinating, and it's interesting you say about the ship because I was fascinated about the the sort of architectural space of being mm-hmm. on a ship and how that worked. And I watched numerous documentaries of of people literally sort of sleeping in tethered sleeping bags, vertical. Um, and I I, I I couldn't quite believe that over you know over very very long periods of time. So so when I went onto the set, I was I was pleasantly surprised that we had you know quite nice cabins and and, <laughs> and rather comfy beds. So I was like, mm, the future the future looks good. Uh, but I think I, I am always. Um, I just I was fascinated by by the living conditions, and it's that thing, particularly growing up and being fascinated by astronauts also the food i mean you probably get asked about what astronauts eat all the time uh-huh. i don't know what it is <laughs> well about the the fascination with you know sort of living off powdered spaghetti bolognese if and that sort of thing i i i just found that i guess that um that ability to live without too much comfort i think that's what really intrigued me as a bit of a you know i'm sitting here in my fluffy slippers i'm a bit of a comfort bunny so i i definitely have such respect for you guys for for being able to endure quite um quite difficult conditions for quite long periods of, of time um but is there how how did how did you find coping with that? Is that is that something that it was ever a challenge? You know, I I don't think so because I think it's actually much nicer than people um, maybe get the impression of. Mm-hmm. Um, there is there's certainly a, a, a sparsity to it. A you know, there's not like a um, there's not really any decor. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you can bring personal items with you. You can kind of decorate your own uh, crew compartment, which is about the size of one of those red phone books or phone books, phone booths in uh, London that you'll still see, you know, and it turns out it's the perfect amount of space, you know, because <laughs> you're floating. Um, there's no up or down. You can be in, you know, in any direction you want, but you can reach everything and you can 
comfortably, you know, stick your sleeping bag up on the wall. And, and quite honestly, it was the best sleep I've ever had in my entire life. Really? Yeah. And I, there's just something about once you get used to it, I guess there's no pressure points. I mean, I would get in my comfortable position in the bag and then I would wake up in the morning when the alarm went off or in the middle of the night when the you know emergency alarm went off or something. But I slept so well. And, you know, you, you spoke to it like with the food and stuff too. I think there's, you know, people are interested in that because I think they want to understand the human and human spaceflight. They want to know what these human things are that we're experiencing. Mm-hmm. You know, everything from, you know, the, the iconic question of how do you go to the bathroom to what do you eat? How do you wash your hair? What's it mm-hmm. feel like to float? You know, those are all part of the experience that I wish, honestly, that I wish everybody could have if, if they wanted to. Oh, and what do you think is the reason for being able to sleep so well? Well, I think that you're just, um, it's like a total, totally relaxing way to sleep. You're, there's no load on your body at all, right? Mm-hmm. There's nothing pulling you down into the bed or against mm-hmm. that strange part of your pillow or getting the crick in the neck. I mean, there's, there's none of that. It's just this completely offloaded, mm. relaxing thing. And, you know, and then the, the environment was nice too. It was dark and it was cool and, um, quiet. <laughs> I never sleep that way down here. I was going to say, are you constantly trying to replicate that now <laughs> in your bedroom? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Try to get back to that precious sleep. Yeah. Well, you know, I want to I want to touch on the you know on the film a little bit, and you know we won't do any giveaways here, but I you know from a character standpoint, you know what would you say your character's personal reason was for going to space? I mean, we have them as you know as astronauts here, you know, working for NASA or the other space agencies. But what in the context of this film, what what do you think your character's reason was? I think in terms of Sully's backstory, I think there's a lot of uh, pursuit of escape. I think uh, I think she has quite a complex uh, relationship with Earth uh, and with certain people on Earth. And I think by going into space, it's where she feels she can most be herself. I think some of her idiosyncrasies that uh, in on earth aren't really accepted or understood suddenly in space she feels an enormous freedom uh, and I think that is, is what has has driven her I think there's a great peace she finds from it's interesting what you say about sleep I think there's a peaceful quality that comes out of her when when she's in space uh, so I think that's that's what keeps driving her I think she finds it very meditative, um, the focus and the concentration, and and part of that focus and concentration is a is a is a flight from some maybe more knotty and complicated relationships. Yeah, I think that's true for all of us, actually. <laughs> it's interesting, you know. Even here, even here on the planet, isn't we find our place where we can, um, you know, kind of manage that and yeah. And, and I'll, I'll just say, you know, having had the pleasure of, um, of viewing the film that there is a very meditative sense, you know, to it. So I, I hope mm-hmm. people will, will enjoy that, um, in, in kind of a strange way <laughs> as well, you know, given, given the film itself. But, uh, but I, you know, having been like with real spaceships and then 
a lot of our training is done in simulators, which are a lot like sets, I'd imagine. Yeah. You know, we go yeah. into them, yeah. we're trying to imagine, you know, the reality of what it will like be in space when we're when we're floating and doing some of the different things that just space brings with it. But what was it like working on a big movie set like that for, for Midnight Sky, but also for, I imagine, for Star Wars as well? Yeah, they were it, interestingly. Um, the spaceship in Star Wars, the design was much more that it was a bit cranky and it was had kind of seen better days. Yeah, uh, it was almost a sort of. Uh, uh, it was a bit rusty around the edges, which I thought was quite a uh, quite interesting production design. Um, but that was we did uh, we did a particularly Diego who was. Um, who was flying the spaceship, there was a lot of specialist training for that. And we had a pilot who came and spoke to us about it. And and we basically sort of used the, what you would do on a, on a, a normal airplane and then a, applied that to, to, to the ship. Uh, but it's, yeah, it's, it's just, it was also with Star Wars, actually, interestingly, we actually, they put us very high up um, on this massive platform with all these screens around us to help give the impression of of what it would be like to be in space, which was which was pretty cool for us. It, it definitely made made our job a, a lot easier. Yeah, definitely. I you know, and if I had the opportunity, I'd love to join you to do some of that sometime. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> um, yeah, it, and you you mentioned it. I think it's very very interesting this idea of um, of having training for something like that as part mm -hmm. of a film. You know, really to kind of find that that space. You know, mentally, physically, when you're when you're interacting with a spaceship, even even if you've never been a pilot before, to have that you know that brought to you in a way to to be able to use it. Yeah, definitely. Well, you want it to, you, I mean, the key with, with anything, particularly machinery or anything technical is you've got to make it look like you've done that a million times before and that it's totally effortless. And actually that's what George Clooney is a bit of a master of is, is especially doing, um, ER. He often used that as a reference from having to handle medical equipment. And, you know, sometimes you're just handed something and you've got five minutes to make it look like, you know, what you're doing. And he's, he's, I always would say to him, he's a master of props, you know, he knows how to make, make it look very convincing. And, and it, that, that is the skill of it is that you want it to be believable that you're completely at home with, you know, a hundred dials and switches and yeah. you, know, you know exactly what you're doing at every, every, every step of the way. But I find that that's always helpful when you, when you speak to an expert in that, in that field. Yeah, I like that. It 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 brings about there's kind of a grace to it then, you know, just this um Exactly. That was such a key uh, that's interesting you say that word because that was what I was so determined to achieve was a grace in in Sully in that there's almost uh, something dance like or musical in the way that she operates and the way that she works, but grace is exactly it's exactly the right word, the right emotion that I, I wanted her to have. There was a harmony. You know, I almost sometimes thought of her as um, 
in her role as a mission specialist, as a sort of, uh, my analogy was that she was a DJ, that she was listening to sounds, that she was a connoisseur of sounds and manipulating sounds and listening. And, um, but, but yeah, that's interesting. You say the word grace, that, that was something that was very much in my mind in, in portraying her. Well, I'll tell you, it really came through, you know, I, I always, you know, we are critiques as we watch somebody else doing our, <laughs> you know, what we do professionally, right? Um, and I loved, I mean, it just seems so, you know, just beautifully naturally, natural the way that you moved, you know, when there was in the microgravity part where you were able to just float and fly that. Um, I love the way that comes across now in films and, and you guys did it. Uh, it just seemed, I mean, I just felt myself kind of moving through, through the ship with you and on the, the spacewalk as well. Uh, and I was very happy to see you, you using your tethers. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. And I think that is a really, really awesome note uh-huh. for us to end oh, on. So <laughs> I know time flies, oh right? It's gone so quickly. Yeah, that was fun. That was really fun. Well, you guys had a really fantastic conversation. I want to thank you guys so much for hopping on the pod with us. And honestly, this was just like the dose of girl power that I needed today. So thank you so much. (laughs) Um, And I want to thank our listeners for tuning in to this very special episode of the Supercluster Podcast.